What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Period. Dropping. And we on. All right. Hey. Let me tell y'all about last week. <laughs> we did record. A whole episode almost. Like literally almost the whole thing. Yeah, it was it was a half an episode, but it wasn't enough to put out because it was just, you know, it was a lot. Going short, on last week. Yeah, let's just say that it was a lot going on that happened in real time, and we had to abruptly stop recording, and it was not worth putting out. And I was I was stressed out for a good four days over that situation. Really, like, to the point where I'm about to go back to therapy. Really? Yeah, it was. It, I was very upset. Let's just say that. That situation has been going on for a very, very, very long time. Like, pulling that kind of stunt. Yeah. And I just need to... I know that there's nothing I can do about it, but I just need to talk about it to my therapist and just, you know. See what they recommend. No, I get it, because um, I think I'm getting to that point now. I just, I need, I need, still need to find a therapist. Psychologytoday.com. Because I don't know. I actually, I actually know what I need to do, but it's just implementing it. Um, I think that when, I think that when you're dealing with people, and sometimes what they're doing is triggering you or it's bothering you, and then like overnight you just bring it up, and it, what seems like overnight, I think that's just like a weird conversation. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes. What's your name? Like this, just to come out the blue with somebody or to some people and say, "Hey, listen, I don't like this because this is this, this and this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, you know, sometimes they come off as picking, but in in reality, it's like I really don't like this. Like this really. Yeah, it's easier when there's like a build up to it. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, not, I'm noticing that I have a lot of needy people around me. Not like needy as in like needing money from me, but they, they. <laughs> act as if they need my energy to to survive. Like that's how I receive it. Are they toddlers? That's what I'm saying. Your niece and nephew's grown. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, I feel you. I think with my situation, uh, I, I need to try to assume positive intent, but it don't happen too many times. You know? every time anyway. people say, every every time I hear the word um uh, assume I think of assume. Remember that one post that boy said assume a s s a s o o n. Who said that? It was like a Facebook post, and it was like, <laughs> <laughs> was like assume. Like, you, you you need you need to ask before you assume. Oh my god, people! I feel like people be spelling stuff dramatically wrong like that to go to go viral. But anyway, I'm happy to be back this week. I'm just gonna repeat uh, the black business I had on that un- that unlistenable episode. Yeah, I don't even want to hear. We it. normally don't repeat ourselves, but we'll do it for y'all. Yeah, because I didn't even replay it. I don't even want to hear the phone call. I only want to, you know. Anyway, all right. So y'all, my black business of the week this week is a black owned plant shop slash nursery. Well, I don't know if it's considered a nursery if they only sell plants, but it's called a plant to pot in a pot to plant in. <laughs> <laughs> it's a black owned plant shop in West Village located in Smyrna right off of Atlanta Road. Um for reference, Atlanta Road uh turns into Howell Mill. So you can pretty much follow it all the way down and um get there. But their Instagram is literally a pot to plant in. So I um I feel like I may have seen a TikTok about this place once, but I didn't know it was black owned. So when I went in, I was going to get some pizza from Blue Moon. Blue Moon got that pizza for you, babe. That might be the best pizza. I don't know about best, but anyway. I was like, okay, well, I'm out order. Get ready. Let me just walk around and check out this plant shop. And I see a black lady at the front desk. And that automatically told me it was black. Oh, I don't know. I just felt it in my heart. And I was when I stepped outside, I Googled it and found out, boom, it was. So that's lit because I'm um, in that same shopping area there's cami cakes creamery which is also black owned and has been around for a really long time so get you some black owned ice one cream thing about you been standing cami cake for a decade i literally <laughs> almost went today i love cami cakes they got the they and their ice cream they make it in-house it's so good but today is about a pot to plant in and they have a <laughs> large assortment and they also have um they i don't know when the next one is but they have workshops on how to care for your plants and then you leave the workshop with plant soils, like a pretty much a starter kit for your plant. I think it's really cool. And I don't even know if there's a place like that on this side of town. 
Um, so that's pretty cool besides like a Home Depot and stuff like that. But because it's black owned, it's a cherry on top. So shop, shop with them when you get a chance. If you're looking for a plant, if you happen to be in the Cobb area. Okay. Hello. Mm. All right. Um, I definitely need that because my plant, all my plants died when I went to Europe. So yeah, don't remind me. I do remember that from the last episode. Yeah. So I, 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 I tried to keep them and salvage them, but I threw them away yesterday. I'm just, I gotta start over. So, um, that's yeah. funny because there are people who probably feel like they could have brought them back to life. I don't know what I could have did, but whatever. There's sometimes there's always new growth under the soil. Let's look on the bright side. <laughs> well, scoring in the trash now. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so. Dang, there's so I don't many have to tweet for the streets, but I saw some funny shit online. It was so funny. Feel free to share because the stuff I got on here, it's crazy how the news cycle, like the stuff that I have in my notes for last week's episode is now like old, like the Sesame Street character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I saw this post today of this girl. This girl, or I'm assuming it was a girl, um, was texting a guy and he she was explaining to him. That she was a homebody. <laughs> oh. and, he, and he like, what that is? And she's like, I'm a I'm an introvert. And he thought that an introvert was a meant transsexual. <laughs> so he, so he was like, what that is? He's talking about you you playing like you a boy? Oh my God. So That's what happens when you take some hood dudes. Cause they I I promise you, stuff like that. Actually, I, I know this sounds so ignorant, but stuff like that would actually keep me texting somebody because I just be needing to laugh. Now I would never probably go like it won't go far, but that that's gonna be my friend for sure. Imagine arguing with somebody like that and trying to properly express your thoughts, and they gonna and they response be what you mean because they don't know what you just said. Like, yeah, I would have to start talking like how they be acting like they talk on. Uh, P Valley, because that accent is terrible. Man, I still ain't seen P Valley. Who got a stars login? Let me know. I was just saying, I got one in mind. I'm using, I'm stealing somebody. No, I'm not using somebody else's. I also remember that from last week. So look, at, it's coming back to me. <laughs> okay, so let's get into shop talk. All right, so this is actually really sad and more of like a FYI to people to be careful out here. So there's an IG model named Gina Two who um, basically had a near death experience. With AIDS, she basically found out that she had AIDS, and not only does she have it, she has had it for at least eight to ten years. And during that time frame, not only has she not been tested in any capacity, but she has also had sexual relationships or been linked to have sexual relationships with other celebrities. Um, three of those: mm-hmm. Keith, Keith, Chris Bryant, and Nick Cannon. Um. I know for a fact a lot of y'all do not be getting tested, okay? It is not a thing that people do regularly. Let's not act like it is. I seen a lot of people in the comments shocked. Y'all know, God, let me tell you something. I know people do not be getting tested, okay? People be like, people were, I've heard people say out their mouth that they will, they would rather just wait until they get sick, which is the most ridiculous thing you could do because you don't, you do not, people can be sick like her. You can have AIDS and don't even know. She is 65 pounds right now. Like she literally is skinny. I bone. saw that. And they, she was trying to walk. I'm like, I don't think she's supposed to be even trying to walk. Yeah, she needs, yeah, I think that she might have been in, um, I think she, in that video, she was in physical therapy so she can learn how to walk again. But yeah, so it's just really sad. So, um, you know, I know people, people think like this is, I know people's thinking process and this is not necessarily to shame, but it's also to just like, seriously, like a reality check. You can, just because someone is attractive and they take baths and they have nice clothes does not mean that they are not sick or have some kind of um, transferable disease. AIDS is uncurable and it will kill you. It is not HIV. It is the full blown AIDS. And, um, you know, even if you get tested just once a year, that is plenty in some cases. Obviously, if you have a lot of sexual partners and you definitely not using protection, you need to be doing it every six months. That's just for not only for the protection of yourself, but the protection of others, because if you need treatment, you can kind of get that addressed and it could slow the growth of it. But uh, I just a lot of people don't be going to the doctor, man. That's scary. I can't lie. I think about I've only been in a handful of relationships, but I always remember after that first time of like hanging out with them let's say i'll always be like no what? oh 
Oh my God. You know, cause you know, herpes is skin on skin contact. You can high five somebody and get it. I'll be checking everything. I'm like, oh, am I, <laughs> am I good? Now I think about people who got multiple partners at one time. I'm like, y'all yeah, wouldn't even feel, get <clears throat> I feel like, um, I feel like, <laughs> I was raised by a country ass mama. And I don't know if y'all ever had experience with country mamas and grandmas, especially when they even suspect that you're gay. They scare you out of everything. So my mama, she made it seem like if you cough in the same room with a with a person that's naked, you're gonna get AIDS. Oh my god! So it was <laughs> like that. Deep. So for the longest, like she started that early on, and I hate that she did that because it just kind of fucked me up. And I and you know I learned over to, over the time, of course, that that wasn't true, but. Um, I just educated myself. I just kind of looked up, like I sit on the internet and look at stuff like that all the time, just because I'm curious. And then I've had people come to me and, and tell me things. And I'm like, you know what, what's going on right here? So I don't know. I'm I'm a, a hypochondriac, especially when it comes to, to skin things. That's why this monkey yeah. pocket is really wearing me out. But even if like I've, I've started crying before because I've had a, um, a boil and I thought that it was something. <laughs> I and mean, like, it could what? be. So you right to be scared. I'm just like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? Like, I was so scared, but you know, luckily, mm-mm. so I don't know. I people, I, I get, I don't, I don't know. Like, even when makeup, like, I don't even like touching people's skin. I get my nails cut lower than my finger when I go get my uh, thing because I don't want my nail to scratch their skin and cre- like I'm very I'm very very cautious of, of and just weirded out about stuff like that it's yeah just- it's really sad and then I you know I've seen some very foolish comments talking about some I ain't no way none of the celebrities got AIDS because we would have found out how would you know <laughs> Let me how tell you would something. you know you know how much coochie I know about five right? celebrities right now um, with herpes so, oh, and I'm sure it's more than that. It's herpes is so doggone common. And that's the thing. And these people are not going to always disclose that to you. So it's just like, you know, it's definitely your responsibility to ask those questions and to make sure yourself is good. But seriously, y'all, please go and get tested, even if it's just once a year. And that, let that be the absolute minimum, man. Even yeah. when I have the same partner, I still get tested. You just don't never know. You just do not freaking yeah, you know. Never, you never know. Like, 10 years now she might not even live for 10 more years because her body has literally been eating a lot so you know anyhow it's just really sad and it's like you know i know a lot of people i I ain't nothing wrong with being like sexually fluid and things like that but there is something wrong with not taking care of yourself when you are involved with others so y'all just take this as your sign to get tested there's no look and feel to someone's sexual health you just you literally don't know until you got something you can't get rid of Mm. Anyway, all right, next. Um, Kid Cudi, who replaced Kanye West at Rolling Loud, walked off in the middle of his set because people were throwing water bottles at him. I don't know where this trend came from, but it's so disrespectful. I saw before that people were throwing their phones on the stage. Yeah. Um, so people, this is just a sad case of um, social media clout. So the new thing is people are going viral from getting videos of celebrities on stage, like performing and they got their phone and performing to their phone and they post it on their page. So they always feel as if, if they do it to one person, everybody, now everybody, everybody wants it. So, so it's a trend allegedly. Yeah, it's a trend. So now whenever, like they'll do it and they'll ignore it. But some, like they pick that phone up and start to do it, everybody's phone coming at them. You can really knock somebody out from based off the distance and the strength of how how hard you do that phone. But what? But when Cuddy didn't, did he have a phone? It was a bottle, right? Right. I mean, it hit him it, in the were, face. They were throwing things at him because he replaced Kanye. Those were Kanye fans, and they were mad that they replaced him last minute. And it was even more fucked up that Kanye showed up to Rolling Loud. Right during a little dark set. Honestly, I felt really bad for Kid Cudi. I know over the years he's been dealing with mental health issues. And I just, when, it, when people are in that state, I always feel like they might be a little bit more fragile emotionally. And I I was like, I hope this don't put him in a place where he's just like, you know, not wanting to come out again. You know, it's just it's so weird. People are, yeah. these kids, let me tell you something. 
my little cousin, my little cousin who's an adult has a little sister who is a minor who has 10 burner TikTok accounts. On these accounts, she be leaving hateful comments, arguing, leaving crazy, posting crazy pictures of other people. And so that's why I always say when I see these people in the comments, though, I know they be children. But the, but the reason why I say that is a lot of this stuff Not is all the time because I know you remember on my on the previous episode I said I caught one of my friends. Oh yeah, that. I remember. But the reason why this is so annoying is because a lot of this stuff is started by people who are not even adults, like these trans, this outrage, all this stuff that happens. And it's so crazy because when you go on her page, you'll be like, I, you think I ain't reported to TikTok. Don't play with me. But um, when you go on her page, you would think this was somebody, uh, uh, like a, at, at the least a, a grown-up high schooler. And by grown-up, I mean 11th or 12th grade. But it's like, it's just like they just, I don't know. I just hate the that social media is essentially uncontrollable in the impact it has on people in real life and the to do doing stuff just for the sake of having followers and likes is so insane to me now i know maybe i would grasp the concept if i was born in that generation but it's really crazy because people again i always feel like social media has weakened the celebrity image like people think that they are so similar or above kid cutting that they can disrespect him by physically throwing things at him while he's on stage mm-hmm. Yep. That's that is insane. Now, I, watch I got my hmm? I watch it happen all the time that people people throw things and and then it's and then also they try to turn everybody into a rock star. Like, um, I think this just goes to show that even during I mean, not to even put bring this up, you know, but I feel like everybody is trying to turn their I mean, everybody's crowds are kind of turning into rock stars and doing that shit that uh travis scott was doing and they getting hurt like the mosh pit stuff yeah they, I, like even um when i travel with flo they was doing mosh pits i'm like her songs don't even go with that it's doing stuff i don't like that and i had um I they did, like, I, she so she does this thing where she hop off the stage at, um at on the last song and like run through the crowd they were moshing during while she was doing that and she didn't realize it so she walking through they took a whole bottle of water and pulled it on her wig, like pulled it on her head while she you was performing with the mic in her hand. Absolutely like poured not. a whole cup of and water on her head. how can security even control that? They can't. I mean, you literally would have to have blocks in between every other so many feet of the crowd with security to even remotely try to control that. I don't like that because that really puts the celeb, the artists at risk and they could be hurt. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah, it's scary. And you see, but um, even Cardi B, I don't know if you've seen hers. They was doing her like that, and they they kept grabbing her arm. I she took the that. microphone and was beating their ass. People were the coming at her about it. I'm like, listen, at this point, protect yourself. Her wig was gone. I seen that. Oh my god! <laughs> so I had got a VIP ticket to One Music Fest, which is in October, and I'm actually gonna sell it because I'm so anxious. Not only about covid and monkeypox but just of something going down like you know it was at um last time i went it was at centennial park which i prefer because it's really easy to get out of that park and it's really easy to get to it but when it's at um central park which is our boulevard it's just a bunch of hills it's not really any parking in that area it's just a lot and i don't want to be there i really want to see jasmine sullivan city girls and lauren hill but i'm gonna have to see y'all next lifetime because i just just can't do it and i'm i haven't sold my ticket yet but when they announce the lineup times i might just go for those performances and leave like i'm not gonna spend all day out there i don't care if i spend five hundred dollars i i literally I'm so anxious about the idea of it. And I know all three of those performers are going to have big crowds. Yeah. And Central Park is definitely not as clear cut or or, or or big as Centennial Park. So unless they perform during while the sun is up, I can't go. I'm not going. Yeah. No, I feel it. Um, I went out. Now, I'm a festival person. I love festivals. I, I do eventually want to go to Coachella whenever they have artists that I want to see perform. Mm-hmm. I can smell it. Every time I hear the word Coachella, I smell it. it smell like pennies. Oh my god! Like I want to go to Coachella so bad. Um, but I will say that festivals are becoming more scary just because people are. I don't know what. I don't know. It seems like this generation of people are are more rebellious. And I thought that we were rebels, but we would do like petty stuff. In my opinion, like it wouldn't be like something as huge as this. But the fact that they're like. Uh, 
targeting celebrities and I mean like even doing things as far as like showing up to their hotels and yeah well they was always doing that but I think it's because they have the ability to literally go viral for us I think it was like the people that were immediately around us you know people might boo or they might say stuff like that but now they throwing stuff they shooting I mean Jesus Christ I'm too wrong for that I'm sorry I don't think I, after I sell this one music fest ticket, I think I'm good on them for for life. Honestly, truly, I'd rather go to a venue at like Lakewood. I'll do that, or I'll go to uh, State Farm Arena and be done with it. I'm good. Yeah, I was. I kind of wanted to go to Rolling Loud, but after I seen all that stuff was going on, I'm like, ugh. Right, ain't Rolling Loud was not like that last year. Rolling Loud Miami was not like that. Well, who knows what the future holds. Um, also, I think that when traumatic situations happen, let's say like the Travis Scott situation, people still are influenced by that, no matter what the outcome was. They want to see how far they can yeah. go. And he made his return to the stage at one at, at Rolling Loud too, mm-hmm. which is insane. I was like, wow. Um, I'm rolling quiet <laughs> in my bed. One thing about it, Chris Jenner, I think she's trying to um, compete with God at this point. Uh, okay. You know, what I thought about Randley the other day. Remember when Tony when Beyonce was Tony Braxton for Halloween and Chris Jenner thought Beyonce was being her? <laughs> he is the, yeah, no, girl. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody trying to be your ass. But no, Chris Jenner ass. The fact that when that stuff happened with Travis Scott, he got a Dior deal taken from him and he got his Nike deal, which he released shoes all the time with. He got that taken away from him. And maybe like two or three weeks ago, I saw that they dropped it. Like so he's so the Dior. The Dior uh, collection dropped, and then he's back dropping sneakers. I said that never happens. Mm-hmm. When Tiana Taylor got her stuff dropped from for um, that thing that that argument with Rihanna, she never got her Adidas campaign back. Oh, that was so long ago. But then times have changed from that era, though. To be fair, not to be I mean, that's not fair, but I think that people social media didn't have the impact just yet. It was on the way. But who right. be getting their deals back after they lose? Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. So I'm. That's why I'm like Chris Jenner. Didn't the Kardashian right. start that post too about Instagram? Was that them that posted that make Instagram pictures again or something like that? Well, Ky- yeah, Kylie did post it, but I don't know. Child, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I can't compete with God now. Hopefully, that has some impact though, because I mean, we got TikTok. We don't need that. I know, TikTok. like literally, nobody's gonna be posting pictures no more. I don't even want to talk about it because I don't even care. But I care. I care. I like pictures. I'm not a content creator and I'm not a video maker. I'm not doing that. Not doing it. I don't even want y'all to my hear my job. My, my career is making me be one because that's just the state we in. Oh no, that's terrible that you gotta rely on that. But such <laughs> is life. So okay, so let's move on to the another another hot topic that's been going on social media and it's pink sauce. It started Ooh. on TikTok. <laughs> so I've been seeing the pink sauce for like a month, and I've been trying to figure out what the hell it was. And the ingredients of it just don't sound right because I could never imagine eating dragon fruit and garlic. Now, I have eaten honey, I mean, strawberry hot wings, so that's no different for real because, you know. Oh, yes, it is. I one is strawberry, one is dragon fruit. <laughs> I mean, it's a difference in that, but I mean, imagine hot sauce on strawberries. That doesn't sound No, good. I feel you. I agree. But, um, yeah, and I saw her making it one day, and she used so much oil, like, Okay, so this lady, I don't even know her TikTok name, but I know she's not that smart, okay? But basically, she was making it in her kitchen and in her garage, no gloves, no nothing, no hairnet, no nothing. A bunch of bottles that resemble ketchup bottles. I'm, I'm hoping they're fresh and unused, but she used sunflower oil, dragon fruit, garlic, milk, Okay, no kind of preservatives. Bottles didn't even have an expiration date on them. There was typos on the label. It said 444 serving sizes when it's supposed to, that was supposed to be how many grams was in a bottle. Everybody's bottle was a different shade of pink. People was receiving their bottles and it stunk because I was you shipping something with milk in it in this heat wave and it's not in refrigerated packaging. There was nothing even on the label suggesting that you refrigerate it. And the label was so janky looking. Like there was no kind of quality control. Uh, what else happened? Um, she 
basically, uh, she even made a video saying the FDA. Oh God. So okay, this is my thing. You know, you know, I was never for the Instagram kitchens. I always felt like that junk was disgusting. I don't play around. Because they don't have no kind of health review. They don't have any standards they have to go by. You don't know how clean or dirty their house is. You don't know what they put in the food. If they wanted to kill your whole zip code, all they gotta do is sell plates. So I always felt like that wasn't a good. I just wouldn't ever. I never ever ever. Cause now, granted, some people really took off with their catering business by selling plates, but I was not gonna be the guinea pig. Cause you just, and then they was charging beyond restaurant prices. Anyway. I felt like this is similar to that. And I also, and this may not apply to everybody, but folks was like, I don't want the vaccine. I don't want this and that because I don't know what's in it. But you order, some of y'all, ordering this $20 pink sauce off of TikTok from a lady that's not even a chef but calls herself a chef. And let's not get it. There is actual certification and education that goes behind earning the title of chef. Just because you cook food, you are not a chef, period. I don't care what Instagram tell you. Because all the ones who, who faking that title are cooking the same stuff. Fried lobster tails, red velvet pancakes with cream cheese frosting, French toast, eggs, and shrimp and grits. And honey hot chicken. (laughs) Honey (laughs) hot chicken on top of them red velvet waffles. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with cooking that, but like, where is the diversity in this menu if you a chef? Anyways, I just think it's extremely risky to be even... She's... Okay, the girl is not bright. Okay, I sent a few video clips of her speaking, and I'm just like... I commend her for making a brand so visible. She had the right idea, wrong execution. Um, now I don't. I haven't bought any food from online, but I have bought things like seasoning, or I've gotten seasoning from um, from my mm-hmm. Instagram followers. Um, but this is just first of all, when I first saw her uh, posting this on TikTok, the first thing I could think about, all I could think about, was the, that uh, Power Rangers movie, the original one. When Ivan Ooze was selling the ooze to the school, everybody was, everybody was eating the purple. Like it literally was the same concept. She had this pink random sauce that everybody was eating, and then all of a sudden it made everybody sick. That's literally what happened in the Power Ranger movie. Um Not they manifested. Listen, I'm telling you, um, I don't I don't know. I I just personally I don't trust things like that. Like I see people selling like seafood boil sauce and all yeah. this other stuff stuff like that and honestly if it's not coming from a manufactured company like how be love sauce was like yeah, her, it's an actual I mean, distributor fda approved yeah. or whatever i'm not doing it and i you yeah, know i, I never support people small businesses um I love doing that, but, but you I can't even hold nothing accountable for that. It's literally at your own risk when that when you do that. No, seriously, and it's just so crazy how people will jump at the sight of something like that, and um, <clears throat> and then turn down things like the like vaccines. Like my whole thing is, people always say, "Oh, what about if it has complications years later?" Okay, well, let me tell you something. <laughs> you, y'all what get if, immediate complications with the pink sauce. <laughs> y'all, what if what if y'all been drinking that Casamigos for three for three four years and and then they tell us that it's some minute that's gonna have your liver fried. I mean, people um, was using baby powder. For what? Oh yeah, for exactly. You see what I'm saying? Cancer. Yeah. Exactly. And don't get me wrong, people do have the right to choose, but I just cannot believe the overwhelming amount of people that bought this unregulated pink mystery sauce. And then there are people who will say the same about like, uh, but will be hesitant about a medical a medical product. You don't know this lady from a can of paint. Ain't a real chef. And then the junk look to me, it looked nasty. Just it looked like pepto. Oh my gosh, she was pouring it over everything, and it was yeah, so it drowning. I, I think that ultimately, and this just could this could be me because I am fresh from fresh uh, back from Europe. No shade, um, <laughs> but Americans with this sloppy shit, like I don't get yeah. it. Americans and, and and Koreans with this uh, ASMR. Now I've watched a few videos, but. That ain't something that just turned me on. It was like, oh my God, I want to try that. That looks gross. So she was pouring that shit on everything and I just wasn't, it wasn't appetizing to me. Because and did what you see the review you- videos where she would be like, hi, taste. Is this how they, it seemed like they was being held hostage. Like, it's good. You ever seen, they should have did like they, them kids in Savannah when that lady was, um, they was on the news and they were trying something and that lady was like, how does it taste? She was like, nasty. Oh, I, ain't, I don't think I've seen that. Is. She's and she ain't gonna right post out. a video if they say it's nasty. She ain't gonna post the one when they saying it's good. Like, 
probably paid him. Yeah, I went to the movies for the first time in like three years to see Nope. And Me I was, too. I don't ever go to the movies. Well, I went actually not this time. Two weeks ago, I went for the first time in like five, almost five years. Probably not five, maybe like three, four years. What you gonna see? Um, well, the black, the black phone. Okay. And that's when I had got them nachos that was pretty much like a to-go. It was the nachos. They don't squeeze the cheese over the chips no more. They give you a cup that look like Pringles, a little mini Pringles. It's got hot cheese oh. in it. And I took mine home, ate it the next day. <laughs> I love a um a bad lunch type of girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but you no, have that was really me. good though. I, I, I um I feel that's like because really- people are not agreeing with that. So here's the thing with with um, Jordan Peele movies. I think that Jordan Peele has a bigger message in all his movies. And I think mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. in every single movie, it's pretty much the same message. It's just a different way that the story is told. And his creativity and his, like, you know, uniqueness and the way he does his, does his movies requires you to think a lot. Yep, and, I think, right, right. and I think that... Literally read everything. Think about every single sign that's on the screen. Yeah. And me personally, I love movies like that because I think that for the most part, sometimes I kind of get bored or like when the story or the, or, or the plot is just too literal. Sometimes it's just like, okay, it was okay. You know, whatever. But I think no shade in a lot of black movies. Huh? I said, which is a trend. No shade in a lot of black movies. Yeah. Like, and it it gets really corny. It it gives, it gives like family matters, like family matters is a good show, but I'm just saying like, it's always like, I can tell that at the end of this episode, everybody going to come together and give each other a hug. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't want to, I don't, I'm, I'm tired of that. So I feel like Jordan Peele's movies, the, I mean, the way that he tells the story is just insane. Like, how did you even think of this shit? Like in my head, the whole time I'm watching the movie, I kept saying, that man be on drugs. He gotta be. Because how did you come up with this? How the hell did you come up with this? And it was so, it was really good. Um, I feel like the message is the same in all, in all movies. He he just highlighting um, white privilege and how black people get treated in the world. See, I didn't get that from the, um, from my understanding, that movie's uh, Nope was about making a spectacle of stuff. So like, I don't want to get a movie away, but if you think about each character that was a villain, People were using them for profit. Yeah, for sure. Every last so one I, of them. Mm-hmm. So I um I like so I heard a lot of bad reviews about it before going to see it, but I wanted to see it anyway. Like you, I didn't feel no kind of way. And I, you know, I'm not sure if I ever said this on a podcast, but Kiki Palmer is like one of my favorite celebrities. I feel like I, people always compare. Oh, I remember you. You've been you've been uh, rocking with Kiki since Six Flags. Oh, you so stupid. No, literally. <laughs> So people always compare me to Easter Ray, but for real, I think that me and Kiki Palmer have the most in common, like our personalities. And she's so like, she's so smart and she's not afraid to be awkward or corny. Like, it's just very like, she's just a natural. She, she really is a natural. Yeah. And I feel like I, she really, I, I like that too. I, I yeah, really I feel like that. she played herself, if anything, in this movie. But I'm really proud of her. But you're right. Kiki that's me, your homegirls in six last days. That's really crazy since she was. That's, she I was literally got that picture I took of her when she came on my ride when she was looking like a child. Me, and, remember Kai, that dude from um Low Q? Yeah, Kai um is a bodybuilder now, randomly. He is, but I remember when I met Kiki Palmer the first time, and uh, I was just super excited. I I actually was excited. I took her picture. I probably should have look. I was like seventeen. Who cares? But I remember she came back a second time, and I was like, "You remember me?" And she was like, yeah, you was here last time with that boy. And that boy was Kai. So I was like, oh, Kiki Palma know me. But Kiki Palma was a kid herself. <laughs> she really was. <laughs> oh, my but God. But that was funny. So anyway, so funny. Um, I agree. Nope was good. Some people I know are going to see it again. I'll probably look I, at it. I want to see it again, too, actually. Yeah. I want to see it by myself because I ain't go by myself. Oh, I went to this theater um by the battery that is it's called uh Silver Cinema or something like that. But it's got like the bed stuff. Not bed. It's got the it's really just a dinner and a movie type of theater. It wasn't nothing expe- like special, but it was nice than the traditional like AMC uh theater. Okay. Okay. So for today's topic, I want to talk about the pressure to have kids and get married. I feel like we speak on this here and there, but I don't know if we actually made a topic about it. And I'm just hearing it more and more and more. If I could have have my way, I would slap every person that asks me every single time. And I'm going to follow up. <laughs> so, 
people it has it has gotten so annoying that people literally will ask me what's wrong with me because I don't have kids yet. Or they'll be like, if you find a man or find a woman that don't have kids yet, something wrong with them. Something gotta be wrong with me to not let somebody shoot up my club. It's whenever something is trending, no matter what it is, if you're not doing it, something is wrong with you. But it's so crazy because my life is very in order. I'm actually, I'm actually the textbook catch, baby. I'm just saying. But it's yeah. just crazy because you would think that it would be looked at as maybe like properly. Because I planned, I intentionally not had kids. You know what I'm saying? But I remember one time this lady that we both know, I was maybe 19, 20, but her son had a baby young right in high school and I remember seeing her a couple years after graduating from high school or maybe I don't know around that time and she was like when you having a baby and I remember thinking like why would you ask me that you a grown woman and you're gonna ask me who barely got a diploma just got it yesterday why don't you know because to me and I know people know this but it seems like some people don't process this there's I mean even with me having Hazel I mean I have really had to organize my travels my everything around my dog imagine having a child huh I say you do yeah so it's just crazy so anyway on top of that um it's like a man is a prize if he don't have kids but a woman is not I don't know it's just annoying so I just don't know if you deal with that in your community or is that something that men have the pressure of as well so um, right now, it's a trend of seeing a lot of um, gay couples with kids. So me being um, single, first of all, that's already a red flag for everybody. Because it's like, oh, you seem like you have a really successful career. You have your own place to stay. Um, you're living in a new city that you want to live in. You know, it seems like your you know, job is doing well, blah, blah, blah. Why are you single? But it is crazy when people say like, that because y'all know how hard it is to date. So why which, why are you asking me when you know what's out there? So before I moved to Atlanta, I ended a friendship with somebody. And part of the part of the reason that we 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 ended our friendship was because she was pressuring me to date. And it was so bad to the point where she would literally blame the fact that if I have an attitude for something or if I feel some type of way about something, she would blame that on me being single because she says that I don't know how to process my emotions and I don't know how to express them or whatever because of the simple fact that I'm single. That's crazy. And that I need to I need to date. I need to find myself. Keep in mind, this girl that we um, that I'm talking about. She online dates, and I, I I do it sometimes too. But I need I I'll get on these apps, but I will not meet up with these people. I just start getting in my head too much, so I'm like, it never works out for me. I just be on the. It could be people. an axe killer, or it could be your prince charming. Yeah, but I don't want to take the risk. I just yeah, no, I feel be I'll be wasting people's time. No shade. Um, <laughs> she used to go on three dates a day, like with different dudes. See, I don't have the capacity. She was like a serial dater. It's not even that many men at one time and one hour worth dating. (laughs) Yeah. So I never understood that. I never, I'm like, just because you're like that doesn't mean that everybody is like that. Like, I don't have the urge to do that. Now, granted, I do want to, I do want a partner and, and, you know, eventually get in a relationship with somebody that I really enjoy, but, um, I just, I, I I haven't came across that. And that's fine. Like, I'm okay with that. I'm enjoying life. I'm able to get up and do whatever I want to do when I want exactly. to do it. Exactly. You don't have any attachment or responsibility for somebody or something. And, that and that's, allows the, you to develop that's the way I look at it with kids. Because I yeah, do exactly. want kids. I do want kids. But I also want to make sure that even if I'm a single parent, I need to make sure that I'm in a mental space where I'm done with um, doing certain things, or at least I, I can scale back from doing certain things that I'm normally used to doing. Like once I'm like, okay, I'm I'm pretty much done with this era of my life. I'm ready for kids, and I can settle down and and chill and blow, you know have time to raise my kids. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. Imagine you had like, imagine you had a kid right while you were in Atlanta, and you wanted to move to LA and you couldn't because the other dad or the mom couldn't up and move. 
exactly you know what i'm saying so now you stuck in atlanta or trying to convince the other person to up and move stunting your own growth and it's just that's what i'm saying it's just like i just can't i genuinely don't understand what people's obsession with that is like yes it's beautiful to have kids but every person i know with kids including the people that ask me why i ain't got one be stressed out and be telling me to wait so which one is it but i feel they, like they want they want to uh it's just something to talk about yeah and so it's like a lot of people that I know that got married too soon or were in serious, extremely serious relationships too soon or had kids too soon all regretted it because I'm pretty sure we all can think of a time we were 18, 19, 21, even 25, and we thought that we were ready to take those steps. But when you think about the grand scheme of life, let's say you're supposed to retire at 66. Let's say you live to be 100 years old. Do you really want to make those kind of permanent choices in the first 20 years? Mm-hmm. this doesn't make sense and it's, it just annoys me because i understand i'm 33 and i'm successful i'm doing all these other things but a kid is not a cherry on top or ice on the cake that is something that i if i do have one i am going to plan for and to make sure my life is successful and set up around it as, as well as getting married like when you get married people you see your friends more i mean you see your friends less you people have more responsibilities and none of, it just doesn't i just don't get people's obsession with it and it's really annoying it really grinds my gears because over the years, I'm hearing it more and more and more. And when I tell people I'm not ready, they be confused. But they be the most unhappy in their relationship or the most miserable because of their kids. And they stressed out. They don't have no time to themselves. And while I have that and can and can choose when I would decide to do it, it just seems unrealistic. And like with you, when people are like, oh, why are you single? All this other stuff. But y'all know how hard it is to find a good partner. So Girl. are you suggesting that I just take somebody to be in a stressed out situation? Like, I don't understand what side of the spectrum people are trying to be on. Um, I found my I found my family, my immediate family getting mad at my niece. I didn't know it first until yesterday, but um, <clears throat> my nephew hit me up and he was just asking me how I felt about my niece being pregnant, and he was like, "I see you the only person that didn't post her on your story. You must be mad at her." And I'm like, "What am I mad at her for?" I'm like, "She's an adult. Yeah, she's an adult." And she hadn't been post. She didn't post this whole time. What? How you supposed to know that she wanted you to share that? That's what I'm saying. That part too. But even still, it's not everybody's business. Why do I have to post that? Exactly. What? And I need people to get out of that too. Because just because you, oh, they just don't even give me. Yeah. Serious. So he asked me about it, and he was like, "You must be mad." I said, "I have nothing to be mad about." I said, "She's an adult. She made an adult decision. I mean, decision. Um, and that's what she wanted to do. Like, let her live her life." I said, "Y'all shouldn't chastise her or make her feel bad because even her grandma." Uh, Told her like she felt like she was throwing away her life. And I'm like, why would y'all oh tell God. her? At least she with a dude that she been with for a long time. Yeah, like she's been with him all through high school and they're 21 now. So I'm like, she is an adult. She can drink legally now. Um I thought she turned 20. She's turned 21. Oh, okay. Well, that's I'm like, way. I'm like, girl, let her do her. Like if that if, if that's what she wants to do, and if that's what if that's if that those are the cards that life dealt her, just deal with it. I'm like she has a lot of people around her that love her and support her, and that are willing to help her. So yeah, just, I agree. I mean, why I don't think why I think having a kid that young is not ideal. She is an adult, and that is her choice. So that's yeah. what it is. Y'all can't Leave reverse the process. There's nothing you can do about it. And it's like then if she would have waited till she was thirty. Now y'all be asking her what she waiting on. Which which one is it? When I had to explain to him that, then it made him realize, oh, maybe I just need to grow up. And I, I'm like, yeah, you do. Yeah, he should, because he's literally our age. <laughs> I told him that. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you have the opportunity to actually be an uncle to your to your niece. Like, for me, you was born, I was four years old. What the hell am I going to do? Yeah. Besides yeah. offer you a toy out of my toy box or something. <laughs> like, I... <laughs> Like, I don't even, I can't, like, no. So, I'm like, you actually have the, the chance to be an uncle. You need to step up and help your sister. So, no. And I think it's because y'all so close in age that y'all, that he think y'all siblings. Because if you, if somebody, because I know this is, this is a key, but that's your great niece. And I would never expect my great uncle to be posting about me on social media. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're not, we're going to erase that great, though. Because even my sister. <laughs> that's fine. You don't think that's fine? No. Like plus P a granddaddy. Yeah, I just need I mean, and when it comes to everything, the the way people do things, like people are entitled to have their own opinion. But when it comes to things that I do with my body and the long like my my personal stability, like who I decide to spend my life with, if I haven't made certain choices, it should not bother you. You should be proud of me that I've made it this far without 
having a kid. Shoot. Yeah. Like it's just it every I mean, look at the world. Why well, would I want to all of the world yet? Because I promise you, and I tell people this all the time, and I, I, I used to hear people say it, but traveling outside of the United States really does change your perspective on sure life. I, promise, I mean, literally just being amongst the other people in in leaving other countries. one time, leaving the country one time is enough to change your life. It really does. And it changes perspective on a lot of stuff. So I'm when I was in Europe, I realized like I was looking at America from the outside, looking in, I'm like, this is insane. Like we're mm-hmm. literally insane. Like the way that we carry ourselves and we walk around, I'm like, the number one reason is that Americans feel so entitled. Yeah. And it's not yep. even just white people, it's black people. Cause yeah. Like, yes, I agree. You realize men, that when you travel. Yeah, a lot of black men, uh, from what I've experienced, mimic their life from how white men treat their families and their yep. people. That they they want to be leaders and this stuff, and it's like this isn't an alpha male. Like this isn't how you how you supposed to be living your life and treating. People. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know. So I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like Americans. Are different, and I might exactly. have to. Uh, and I, 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 one thing I've learned in other countries: people are way more hospitable. People are way more respectful. Let me tell you something. You know, I always say Iceland was my favorite place ever, but Kenya was my first time being amongst people and their families, going to villages and seeing culture. And you think about how the media portrays African countries. I it's it's really sick. It's really yeah. sick, and it's just like you go out there; these people are living well. Okay. These people are living well. They have their community. They are they are just not even... You come to America, you can't even come to Atlanta without getting scammed. And, and not saying that that doesn't happen in other countries, but we don't really have that sense of culture. To me, here, it's just kind of like every man for himself. Yeah. And I speaking of every man for himself, if y'all would be for yourself, y'all wouldn't be worried about me having kids. <laughs> and then, not even get started on people having content babies. It's just so much. They can't yeah. Um, so I'm I'm gonna exclude I'm gonna exclude one of my friends because she does have a, a a page for her kids. BB, she does have a page, but BB doesn't have social media. So yeah, I get that. You know, she she wants to stay connected with people around her and show her family because she doesn't have social media of her own for us to keep up with her. So I don't mind that. Yeah, but, but that's a little that, different. I'm talking about, you know, and I, I mean, think when people be, post, be making those pages for their babies and the baby be responding like, yes, mom. Um, and the baby be six months, be like, yes, mom, uh, blah, blah, you know. Like, I don't know. Yeah, this whole... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'll be looking at these Instagram mamas and I'm like, girl... Your baby didn't say that. And your baby did not. Like, know. oh, my baby said they don't want to eat this no more. Your baby is six months. They didn't say that. And I also hate how they made these kids look so grown up. It's just, it bothers me. Oh, because yeah. um, I can't remember what I was looking at. I think it was on TikTok. But it was about, um, uh, you basically about like, you know, predators don't even have to look far to find material. You know what I'm saying? Your kid has no consent on the things that you post. Now, granted, they're a kid. There's only so many rights they have when it, as far as what they know better. But it's like you putting your kids in these little crop top shirts. They got you putting the filters on to make it like they have makeup. People that are sick in the head, everybody not just here to say, oh, your baby is cute. There are people who are sexualizing your child. And once you put it on the internet, it belongs to everybody. Now, with BB's case, I definitely understand. Like, she don't have social media, and that's a way for her to share. But they, their pages, aren't their pages private? Like, it's not even like one of those situations where they can just where people where they can go viral because it's their granddaddy birthday yeah exactly <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely it's definitely levels to it but when i think of content babies i think about some of these youtube couples and stuff like that and it's like they really are making a spectacle about having a child like y'all this is a serious responsibility i don't know it just annoys me i know i live my life my way and it works for me and i just need people to stop trying to change their or stop trying to under trying to like make me Think of it there. Like, what works for you? Because what you're doing for you don't even work for you. So let me do what works for me. I agree. I, I I experienced that not even on that subject in particular, but I do experience that a lot. Like people question why I do a lot of things. And in my in my opinion, I'm not doing anything that's harming other people. I'm not being malicious towards other people. This is just how I want to live my life, and this is what yeah. makes me comfortable. Um, if it doesn't make you comfortable that I do that, I don't know what to tell you because I'm not doing anything to harm you. Right, man. I think about something that goes out. Me having kids ain't gonna help you. 
it's gonna yeah it holds when i think about all the goals i accomplished in the last few years it's like my money would have been way too tight to do some of these things i could have never spent 10 days in another country or had or planned to do you know it's just and people know that so i'm like why like leave me alone and i'm tired of whining about it but it's really it's getting worse by the day i just need people to mind their business and now when i tell them that when i tell them and they be like oh you like it i love it no you don't yeah Mm. Anyway, that's all I got. I just had to ramble. I'm feel you. I'm glad you let it out, Pooh. We here for you. <laughs> and it's just like we, we here for you and your no kids, boo. We love the fact that we don't have kids. Listen, I have around. a one year old. Her name is Hazel, and she be stressing me out. And I got a right for my dog to be my only child. We don't even know if this planet gonna be here in five years. And y'all want me to have? Y'all want me to spend nine of them months pregnant? Okay. <laughs> I can't even get an abortion. Now that's the crazy part right there. And then right. people still, people still um, chastise the motherfuckers about having kids. And we can't even get no abortion or nothing. Well, not we, but women can. Right. <laughs> we, come on. I always wrap things up as to black people. I get it. You get it. Yeah. yeah, it's just I sick. I just, you know, and I don't feel like I have the capacity to even express my feelings on that in general. Just be careful who y'all haven't said. Well, I already told y'all to start having these men's babies, but I mean it for real this <clears> time. <throat> They want to pick up people for recall charges, and you go pick up the folks, um, pressuring people to have kids. That's actually a recall charge. <laughs> That's organized crime. <laughs> you trying to you trying to spoil my body? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, let me have it. I'm I'm gonna be body for a little minute. Exactly. Hey, just let me do what I do, man. But anyway, all right. That's all I got for the topic. Um. Yeah. I got this from the dollar store. Your camera been froze for like eight minutes. I don't even know what you got. For real? Yeah. It look like you looking up to the sky. It's okay, Paul. You can just send me a picture. Uh, so I'm going to focus on what doing that. What you got coming that. up? Um, I am focusing on exploring LA for this last little bit of summer because my whole summer I've been gone. So I have about a, uh, have about a month. Well, two months left because summer's over what September twenty first, so I have like two more two more months to explore and just get it out. Um, yeah, lost somebody. Yeah, it ain't free. You I'm put in your labor. On, uh, being happy right now. I ain't got nothing really coming up. I've been in my mental Hello. my mental a lot lately. Period. Anyways, all right, y'all. Holla at your girl. And holla at y'all twirl. It's the queen on the track. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to make this shit up.